podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Cinnamon rolls and chili on a crisp November day. In the heart of football season, Thanksgiving's on its way. Mashed potatoes, turkeys, green beans not from cans. The Bosco boys are thankful for our diehard bonehead fans. The boys are back, and I'm ready to talk a little bit of K-State Baylor. Joining me on the pod, I can't even call him Grant underscore KSU because he's been kicked off Twitter forever. It's just Grant from now on. Grant, how are you? We'll address that at the end of the show. Um, (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. Um, Thanksgiving week is here. You know, kind of – Kind of sad, not going to be going home, seeing any family, uh, which is, I think, is a theme across the country, and it's necessary. But uh, you've been pretty good about quarantining, so you are going to go see your family. Yes, um, I am. That's good for you. Um, I'm happy for you, but this is the first time I'm ever res- really been, I've ever really been responsible for, you know, cooking all the food, and we're just going to have it at home, and it'll be me and my girlfriend, and we'll go from there. Yes. So what are you guys having? Are you doing the traditional turkey mashed potatoes or lay down the spread in the uh, Twitterless Grant household for Thanksgiving night? Um, no turkey. Uh, Whoa. I don't, I don't really, I think turkey's fine. Um, I don't love it though. It's all about the sides anyways. Right. Um, so we're doing a ham. I'm doing a rope like a. I'm doing this. Not a ham guy. <laughs> See, you know, typically I'm not either, but there is a, a ham that I really like. It's like a Latin style roast ham. Um, it's really fucking good. Um, it's really the only ham that I like that much. Uh, but I like it more than turkey. That's how little I like turkey. So, so I'm gonna roast a ham with a nice marinade. Uh, we're going to do some mashed potatoes. I'm going to make some creamed corn. We'll do some rolls. I don't know if we're going to do any pie. Cheyenne's tried to make some pies the last couple of days for practice, and it hasn't gone very well. Uh, but maybe. Um, she got the crust down finally to where it's like a lot more – it resembles a pie a lot more. Um, but – you know, I only really like pecan pie, so Dude, if we do a pie, out. I'll just buy one. Well, no. I Well, all I'm going to say is you should reach out to my mother. She – I don't know where she got the recipe, but it's – her pecan pie is – I swear to God, it's the best. And you know what? I believe in Cheyenne. I don't know how hard the recipe is, but you should at least have sure her – it's not re- that hard. Yeah. I could probably should, do it. Yeah, you should – you should uh, – maybe I'll try to get it. I might have the recipe in my cookbook. I might have to send it to you. So, but no, I'm I'm pumped to go home. I have not left my apartment for anything for. I mean, it's going to be 14 days tomorrow, all because I wanted to make sure I could go home for Thanksgiving. Um, my brother and his wife, I think they're going to 
be home, but they're going to be in the basement or off on the side and wearing masks indoors the entire time. So I'll at least see them. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be weird. But this is going to be the first Thanksgiving of my life. I won't be also with my cousin Katie. We were uh, born, I think she's six months young, or not even six months, like five months, four months younger than me. We've this, So this will be the first Thanksgiving. I don't see her and my Aunt Julie, some other family members. So it's going to be weird. Um, I'm hoping we still have like a massive turkey so I can take it home and just have turkey wraps and turkey sandwiches uh, for meals for like a week because I love it. Uh, green bean casserole, dressing. Uh, my mom makes a great cranberry sauce. Like it's more like a cranberry relish than anything so good. So I'm pumped for it. It won't be the same, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, it's depressing. It's definitely not the same. Um, I don't know if we're going to do Christmas either, but that's a little bit down the road. So we might be able to swing it, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of pressure. I hope we can, uh, enjoy the food that we make. Um, oh, I don't sure. know how good of a, I don't know how good of cooks we are, but it's really, it's all pretty simple stuff on Thanksgiving and I'm glad I don't have to like cut a turkey or, or worry about that. So. Definitely. Before we uh, continue on, give me one thing that in this wild world you're thankful for. Oh, boy. Uh, I got a lot of things to be thankful for. Um, but I guess I'll start with the one thing is the ability, I guess, to procreate. Um, having a baby. By this time next year, I will have a child on Thanksgiving. So hopefully by then we'll be able to bring him around family so what about you yeah uh i mean i think it's probably just uh you know ha have a job and um you know th there was a while that i don't know if i've said it on uh the show but i was furloughed for most of like that first wave of the pandemic and honestly self-reflection like I, I i i'm just now starting to realize how hard i took it and again uh you need to have identify identity outside of work i get it but i re i really am thankful especially as we're starting to see unemployment rise back up so between that and having a great and supportive family i'm, I'm uh despite all the craziness in 2020 i'm, I'm a very uh, thankful thankful cat i'm also very grateful to i've been able to i mean i work in healthcare so i've had a job throughout this entire thing and there's a lot of people out there that are um, are not going to have a very good holiday season not gonna have a very good winter and i'm grateful and help help anybody out that you can um going forward because it's a shitty time so yes definitely if you if you have the means uh you know by all, all means you know over the next month you know it's the giving season it's a holiday season we're a month we're recording this a month out from christmas eve as folks listen it'll be a month out from christmas so uh you know donate to charitable causes if you can. Uh, volunteering is gonna be a little weird with the pandemic going on, but you know, if you're able to try to give back this season. So uh, we'll, we'll say, uh, you know, all that thankfulness and gratefulness is brought to you by Bet Online. That's right. I'm telling you folks, it's the best week of the year to gamble. You have college basketball tipping off. You have so much football. You have so much soccer. You got all sorts of stuff going on over in Europe. An American, Serginio Dest just scored a goal for Barcelona in the Champions League. Guys, it's never been a better time to get over to bet online. If you get over there now and use promo code armchair, you're going to be able to take care of all the welcome bonuses and just 
go to town. Literally, guys, it's the most fun thing to do, especially if you can't go and travel to visit family. You might as well do the second biggest Thanksgiving tradition. That's be a degenerate and gamble on sports. So get over to Bet Online. Use promo code Armchair for your bonus today. All right, let's get into it. Coach Kleiman's press conference. Um, also, the, just talking general football news real quick, we got a commit from a kid who went to Hayden, Topeka. I know nothing about him, so I apologize. Um, you know, eventually before signing day, I think we're going to try to get Derek Young on again, and possibly I'm going to reach out to Taylor Brad or maybe Chuck Lilly and try to get them to talk about some of these kids. But, like, literally just out of the blue, I think he was offered today and then he committed. Um, so we have another Kansas kid, another Topeka cat. I think – Purnell, I think either a cousin or brother went to Washington Rural around the same time we did. I don't know anything about him. So I, I apologize for the boneheads for not being able to give anything. But we got to commit today, so that's fun. Um, coach said it was very humbling on Saturday for all the players and coaches and that now they have to move on and attack the days. I mean, do you think it was humbling or do you think it was embarrassing? Because I think uh, it goes beyond humbling. It does go beyond humbling. I mean – it works, I guess, but yeah, from in all facets, it was most definitely embarrassing. Um, but they should feel they should feel embarrassed. They should feel humbled, and you know, maybe good will come of it. Yep, coach again kind of mentioned with this young team to get their confidence going. They need to have quick starts. Obviously, didn't happen on Saturday. Something that we've been harping on, I think, you know, for the last few weeks, and it's it's concerning. I I don't. I don't have any confidence that they're going to start quick versus Baylor or Texas. I mean, do you, I mean, do you think they will? Uh, not really. I mean, there's no evidence that suggests that, um, starting quick. I mean, we've been, I don't know. I mean, what do you, what can, what do you consider starting quick? You know, uh, Getting scoring, on our, scoring on our first drive in a goal to go situation would certainly be helpful. Um, I mean, We've had opportunities to do that in the last three games, and we failed. So hopefully, we will at least put ourselves in the opportunity or in the position to do it again. Um, and yeah, we have to capitalize this time, no doubt, because we're on a slippery slope of things really getting out of hand, and this is a good chance to kind of right the ship. Hopefully, it's our best chance. I mean, granted, we only have two games left, but this is a good chance really to get things going in the right direction. Yep, uh, said Malik Knowles should be back this week. Um, you know, interesting stuff going on around Malik Knowles. Um, the fucking idiots over at 247 ran a story on him saying that he was going to transfer. Malik Knowles then tweeted out, you know, if you haven't heard it from me, keep keep my name out your mouth. He may or may not be transferring. I don't really know. He definitely has – like, he has family and personal stuff going on back in Texas. I'm not going to hold anything against him if he – does decide to transfer but I think it's irresponsible to be running something like that that's reporting that is still basically speculation but we're not going to shit on them we've done that enough on this podcast so we'll keep moving but even if this might be one of Malik Knoll's final games it's down in Texas versus Texas school um, do you think he can you know shine in these final two games hopefully shine I don't know he hasn't really shined once you know, this year, I would, I would take, 
I would take contri- contribute. <laughs> um, I think he just needs to positively contribute um, to get some belief going in his head a little bit. And I mean, he's just struggled so badly with being healthy, which is so hard to overcome and so hard to be consistent as a player in any sport when you're battling injury. So um, if he can find a way to stamp, you know, his game into the game in any way that's positive, I will take that and run with it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I I think that I'm going to make a bold prediction. I'm going to say he scores a touchdown both of the final two games. Boom, I said it. Uh, Coach said it wasn't going to help Howard's growth to take more hits when it looked like the game was not going to go their way uh, in the first half. Said that they weren't going to go with Jaron Lewis because there simply were not enough plays for him in his part of the playbook. Said if the defense was better and would have opened up the playbook for Lewis, that might have been an option. I think he's just – deflecting I don't think we ever see Lewis play at all I don't either I mean (laughs) at this point if he can't break into the quarterback room at this point what I mean they've seen enough they've seen enough of him behind closed doors to know that he's probably not going to play I think that's just talking I think he's just talking yeah I think I well yeah and and again I don't think he's going to say no he's trash Uh, all right what's he going to say no he's never going to see the field he's terrible no, yeah, of course I, not. Yeah, I know. And, and I, I actually get it. I'm not going to shit on the question being asked, but it's, uh, you know, at least you have them on the record. Um, Coach said that there is someone – there are people on the staff who are always keeping an eye on the transfer portal. Again, I, I expected that. Question was asked. Uh, said that it hasn't been easy uh, this year and this time of the year for the players. He gives kudos to all the guys who stick by their teammates' side and – uh, you know, when, when it might be easier to leave and uh, find a different opportunity for next year. Uh, another kind of veiled uh, shot at the folks who are leaving. There was some of that from some of the players at the end of the game last year. I think he was more tactful of it than uh, I think some of the players were last week after the game. But, uh, you know, I, I, I do give kudos. I, I, I can't imagine being a student athlete pay, playing under pandemic situations not being able to see your family um you know hardly being able to practice never leaving your dorm room it just it would suck so I do give kudos to everyone who is sticking it out yeah I mean I agree it's got to be really difficult I mean I was depressed (laughs) I was depressed when I was in college and it was I had plenty of resources and I could go come and go whenever the hell I please so I can't imagine how difficult it would be under a COVID cloud and then injecting or inserting sports. And I mean, I heard, I read a statistic the other day that like 60% plus of college athletes um, were experiencing anxiety, depression during COVID right now. So I, I mean, that makes sense. It's kind of your identity. And when it's kind of taken away from you, you don't know if you're going to be able to play. It's, it's really difficult. And they're, kind of they're not in a bubble but in a sense they kind of are in a bubble and their lives are so much more restricted than ours are so it's got to be very tough and I understand I understand the attrition but I agree kudos to them yep uh said the hardest thing about recruiting right now is everything's over zoom and the phone you can't build relationships in person uh like you normally could Uh, you know makes sense yeah, makes sense. Uh, he said that Baylor has played well in some of their losses, especially like Iowa State. 
makes uh, him think that they're a better team than their record says, says that physically uh, they will be a challenge. I mean, again, pretty obvious. He's not going to say they're dog shit, and this is our best chance for a win out of our last two games. But, uh, I mean, if, if we struggle versus them, if we lose versus them, I'll, I'll be super sad. I'm not going to burn it down, though. So, uh, final thing he said that since players can't go home at all, uh, they will have a Thanksgiving to, uh, dinner together on Thursday up in the West Side Stadium Club because they can spread out a little more. Um, he also said that he is working with the Big 12 and K-State administration and uh, all like NCAA because there's a strict travel rule when it comes to football teams. Well, he wants everyone to be able to travel. He doesn't want guys sitting in Manhattan by themselves on Thanksgiving weekend without being able to go home and see their family. Uh, he said that he definitely won't dress everyone, but he wants them to at least be on the sidelines in street clothes or sweats so they can be with their team. Um, I have two things to say. First off, I mean, Noble, and he's spinning it the right way, but I'm calling BS. I think that he just doesn't want them to actually go home. And, again, I'm not blaming them if they want to go home. Like, that's fine. But, you know, they're not supposed to because they don't want to get caught up with COVID and tracing and all that type of stuff. So I actually am going to call BS and say that Kleiman is not doing this out of the kindness of his heart. He's saying that because he doesn't want to get the final game of the season axed and then uh, not be able to get that final game of the year in versus Texas. So that's my conspiracy theory. Do you think I'm right, or do you think Kleiman just is, you know, a great guy? I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't think he's a bad guy. Might be a little cynical. Might be a little cynical there. I I mean, probably. And, again, I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I I think there is some – I think it's a little bit of half and half. But I don't think – I mean – we saw what happened uh, last time there was a holiday weekend with uh, Halloween and COVID basically running rampant on the entire athletic department. Thanks, yeah. thanks to a track and field party. My gosh, those runners, you can never trust a runner. So that's all we have from Coach Kleiman's press conferences. Uh, there are no game primers this week because it is Thanksgiving week. People aren't answering emails. And honestly, we never bring anyone from Baylor on anyway. So we're just going to move on into – breakdown of what the game is going to be what we're going to be looking for but before we do we got to give a shout out to manscape.com jingle balls to the walls fellas untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past so get over to manscape.com so you can get the lawnmower 3.0 with their skin safe technology to make sure you're looking as good as you can below the belt for a little bit of festive fun this holiday season with an LED light, a 90-minute battery life, and it being waterproof, you can manscape in a dark running shower. I'm not sure why you'd want to, but you can. They also have the best boxer briefs in the world. This is my challenge to everyone out there. Give your best guy friend a pair of the uh, uh, manscaped.com boxer briefs. I swear it might seem a little weird, but it is a great gift. Normalize giving your bros boxer briefs uh, from Manscaped. So use promo code armchair. And I actually think during Black Friday weekend, they're running a sale if you use that promo code up to 30% off their orders and free shipping. So get over there, send me a receipt, and I might send you a Bosco's Boys koozie and Christmas card. All right. It's not a long list. Honestly, for me, it, it comes down to you have to stop the bleeding. You can't have an unprecedented losing streak in the young Chris Common era by you know losing four straight and that very easily could turn into five you're a four-point underdog uh, which is a little surprising to me if I'm being completely honest 
But, I, I mean, our offense hasn't done anything for, you know, since the KU game, so I guess it makes sense. But this is far more winnable than Texas. So if you want to avoid that five-game losing streak, I think this has to be the one. Um, and then also you have to just figure something out on offense. I don't know what it's going to take, but, you know, you have to prevent apathy from the entire fan base, the team, going, going into that final game and possibly even the offseason. Then the defense needs to have a bounce-back game. Baylor's not very good on offense. We need to be able to shut them down. And then, again, this is the first real need-to-show-some-pride game in the young Chris Conley era. So that's what I have on the plate. What's, what, if anything, would you add? What are you really going to be looking for in this game? Completely agree. Um, it's very important to bounce back and stop the bleeding, um, per se, for many different aspects. Um, you know, recruiting perspective, um, player current player perspective. Stop some of the attrition's. Um, inject some of the belief back into the players in our program. Um, fan empathy. <laughs> We're seeing a lot of fan empathy right now, and it's uh, people are starting to jump off of the ship a little bit with the climate era, which I think is silly. I think it's way too early to do that, but this is a chance to kind of rein it in a little bit um, and get back on the right tracks. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot that needs improvement, but just finding a way to win this game, I think is incredibly important for just our overall confidence and our overall, um, you know, the fragility of our program right now is seems like it's kind of hanging in the balance and uh, we need to stabilize it quickly before it gets out of hand. Dropping five straight would be a nightmare that that would be unacceptable. And that would be, that would give us legitimate uh, questions to ask at the end of the season for real. I mean, I would be asking some serious questions and even with all the shit that our roster has gone through, you cannot start four and oh and drop five straight. I mean, it's just, that would not be good. That would not be a good look. Nope. All right. So to prevent that, we need some keys to be. Grant, what's your first key? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm mixing it up, Scott. Um, I'm not going to do keys to V. I'm going to rebrand this a little bit um, to – I'm audibling to just things that I want to see from our team this weekend. Um, you know, keys to V. It gets a little stale. I mean, let's be honest. Unless we really know about our opponent – which hasn't happened since the very first episode for me <laughs> when I spent several uh, hours researching Kentucky and I actually knew about their players and I knew about their type of game and shit. I actually sounded like I knew what I was doing, but now I don't care about that. So here's what I want to see from a fan's perspective. I'll give you four things that I would like to see. Okay. I want to see the Here team respond positively. I want to see this, the team respond positively to adversity in a game. We've seen us completely capitulate when things have gone – have not gone our way in the last three games. Um, you know, we were better against Oklahoma State, obviously, as a whole, but against West Virginia, we don't score early, and boom, they run away with it. We have no answer the rest of the way. Against Iowa State, several little plays kind of built on each other and broke our backs that led to touchdown. Uncalled offensive pass interference followed by a failed fourth and goal. Uh, defensive pass interference on Echo ultimately leads to a 97-yard touchdown drive. Um, you know, we aren't standing in the face of adversity and, you know, telling it to fuck off like we, like we had before in the season. This weekend, I want to see us kind of stiffen up when things get tough and respond, um, 
you know, to some adversity because that's kind of been a theme the last few games. We've kind of crumbled when the momentum has not gone that way. Number two, I want to see the offense score a goal-to-go touchdown, for God's sake. Uh, we failed badly at this since West Virginia, and if we're being honest, we failed badly going much further back than that. Uh, without Skyler's legs, we're seemingly out of ideas when the field is shortened. Um, we have zero confidence in goal-to-go situations right now. We need to lay the foundation again, and I think we need to get ourselves back to the basics, punch in some touchdowns. Number three, I want to see improvement in third down defense. Um, I mean, that one is simple. It's breaking our backs. It's killing momentum defensively. It's allowing opposing defenses to remain comfortable. Um, on the season, we've had – we've allowed um, teams 40% efficiency on third down. And if you remove – let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, if you remove the two – obvious games where our defense was very stout. And I guess you could throw Oklahoma State in there too because we were, we held them to 4 of 15 efficiency, which is like 27%. But if you remove KU, TCU, KU doesn't count. Fuck them. Uh, they're awful. We don't need to count them. Uh, if you remove TCU, which was our best game, on average we're allowing – They also teams. fucking suck. By the and way. they're fucking terrible. Yeah, they're terrible. They have zero offensive ability. But uh, we're allowing teams – about 46%, which is inexcusable. That's not a recipe for success. And it's devastating considering that last year we were one of the best teams on third down defense in the country. And it just goes to show that if your third down defense is not good, then it really kind of snowballs. And last thing I want to see, I want to see more emotion. I think it's positive uh, that the team is openly addressing, you know, their accountability issues. That's a good thing. It's also a bad thing. We sh- you don't want to be there, but it's good that that's out in the open. And it's evident. I think it's very evident that we quit on ourselves early in Ames. I thought we looked soft. I thought we looked like we didn't want to be there. We looked like we didn't believe we could win that game at any point. And I would like to see some tangible evidence that we actually give a fuck and then our players believe in the program and themselves. And that's coming from somebody who – I have a master's in um, body language. Um, so I went to school for <laughs> six years and studied body language. So I am a body language expert, and I'd like to see some improvement there. Oh, I'll leave you your two keys to V. <laughs> if you want me to give you some bullshit keys to V, then um, – No, that's fine. I, I like what you gave. I mean, I because I, I – my keys, I, I truly mean these when I say I, I think we hold Baylor to under 20 points. So, for me, it's just score tw- in the 20s, please. Like, that is a major key. You know, it hasn't happened since, what, KU, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I right. mean, so, we, you know, it's it's been really bad. I think we hold them to, you know, 17 or less. So, I'm going to say score in the 20s, please. And then, again, something we haven't done in a while – a uh, big play on special teams and defense. Again, that's the bread and butter of when we've had success. So that that that's what I'm going with for my keys. So, but I like I like you bringing uh, your bullet points. I like it a lot. All right, maybe we'll uh, mix it up going forward. Yeah, definitely. So the uh, you know we're we're gonna give a score prediction for this game, but before we do, our game predictions this year is sponsored by Bet Online. Remember to visit Bet Online, our exclusive online wagering partner uh, for all your betting needs, all football, football, and basketball season long. 
Use promo code armchair for all your welcome bonuses. All right. Will we cash in on everything you want to see? What do you think the score is going to be? Uh, it's hard to be optimistic. Um, I haven't watched Baylor outside of like two quarters against KU and it's really hard to judge them. I trust some of the people that tell me, you know, guys like Jimmy, that we're going to see a much improved performance from the cats. Uh, Baylor's not good. Obviously their record reflects that. Um, but it's hard for me to really comment confidently without actually watching them. Um, I think we'll bounce back. Uh, I don't know how we're going to score touchdowns because we're still so limited uh, and we're very limited at the quarterback position. I just don't see what we're going to get out of that without – I mean, I think I think Nick Oss brings more to the running game, oddly, than, than Will Howard does. Oh, Maybe by I'm the way, there. Coach Kleiman did not – Coach Kleiman, I didn't mention this in the press conference. Coach Kleiman did not commit to who's going to start. Yeah, right. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I think – I mean, I think – I think Will Howard's going to start, actually. I mean, but, I do too. But maybe not. Maybe not. Um, I'll give it to us. I think the Cats squeak it. Um, I'll just say I'll say 20 to 17, Blake Lynch comes up big. And uh, Cats, Cats win. We do stop the bleeding. I'm going to say the score is 21-17, but it's seven field goals. <laughs> We don't score a touchdown, but we get seven field goals. So that's my prediction. Everyone tweet in what you think the game uh, score is going to be. Uh, real quick, let's do a whip around Big 12 games. I mean, Iowa State at Texas, Black Friday, does Iowa State officially book their ticket to Arlington? I think they do, sadly. Uh, I think they do as well. I don't know, man. I mean, shit. Texas has to win as well. Their backs are against the wall. This will give Texas a decent – shot here texas has a tiebreaker against oklahoma state i mean shit what is texas has two losses right yeah this will give them a tiebreaker against iowa state and oklahoma state that put them one foot in so this is a pretty big pretty big time game um i'll go texas hook them hook them horns. I hope so okay cool hook them uh tech at oklahoma state you gotta think oklahoma state bounces back because tech isn't great <sighs> oklahoma state for sure for sure uh, Oklahoma at West Virginia. Does West Virginia continue to have their stock rise, or does OU just put them down? Does OU have a letdown game? I think OU's rolling. I think OU wins by 50. OU wins out. OU wins out. Yeah. I don't know if they win by 50. Um, West Virginia hasn't beat Oklahoma since they joined the Big 12. I think that's going to continue. Um, too much on the line for the Sooners. Although, fuck, man, I could see Rattler kind of just crumbling. He's shown that he's a little mentally weak when things get weird. So, who the hell knows? What is West Virginia's record? Who did they just lose to? Or did they just beat? I can't remember. I got their, I got their schedule right here. Um, they just lost to Texas, 17-13. They just killed TCU. God, TCU is terrible. Surely yeah. Gary Patterson is done for. Yeah, TCU got to retire. The only thing I have on there is Wolf. I think TCU needs to basically do what we did to Bill, say, sorry, I know you have a statue, but you're fired or you can pretend you're retired. No in between. I might not be a bad idea. I mean, every year. People need to when stop are, when giving statues. I, people need to stop giving statues to coaches who are still coaching. That's a terrible move. It's a terrible you idea. You can't do it unless they haven't been good. Natty. 
them you they haven't be- been good they haven't been good since 2015 yeah so genuinely gary needs to hang it up even though i was going to try like hell to get him on the podcast if we had in-person media days in arlington next year but sorry he needs to go just tcu at ku wolf city all right uh any national games you're gonna have an eye on uh let me see here we got notre dame at north carolina decent matchup but i i feel like notre dame's probably gonna roll um what do you got i mean i had i had auburn alabama can auburn slow bama down i don't think so notre dame at north carolina you know north carolina is the last team that could maybe give a road bump to notre dame prevent them from being undefeated going to the ACC championship game. I think Mississippi and Mississippi State are happening. I don't I don't know, but that's always a wild one. Uh, I think last year, you know, on Thanksgiving, that was wild. The Egg Bowl with the dog peeing penalty, and, of course, it comes back to bite them. Uh, just amazing. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I mean, what a moment. That's what they should make statues of. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I think so that should Mississippi, be the new trophy. That should just be the new trophy. Well, Mississippi State actually re or Mississippi redid their flag, and there was like an official submission for the new state flag to be that guy like doing. Or actually, I think it was DK Matt, Metcalf doing the dog peeing uh, thing. But that was you know, DJ Metcalf. Seriously? No, 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 no. Like the, the first time. That's like the second or third uh. time someone's done it. Okay. At least I, I think that's saying. who did it first. I can't remember who did it first. But, yeah, so, so again, it's the best sports week of the year. Um, before we hear your Twitter story, K-State basketball has their first two games. I did a preview yesterday with uh, Grant Flanders. We break down the roster, talk a little, uh, talk a little hoops. Uh, they got Drake on Wednesday, and I believe it's Friday. They have Colorado. What, if anything, are you going to be keying in on or really looking for, hoping for, for those first two games? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I want to see if we have any leadership that's noticeable. Uh, super young team. We've got guys like Mike McGrill that have been in the program for a while. But he's not a super local guy, and he's not really a guy that's known to take over games. So I will be interested to see how he fulfills that leadership role, um, just being – one of the old guys within the squad, but I'd like to see if any of the young guys step up as leaders, particularly freshmen, guys like Nigel Pack. Um, I think he's going to get a decent amount of playing time because um, I think he's going to be a really good guard. Uh, maybe not this year. He'll probably be pretty streaky as a freshman, but um, I see leadership in Nigel Pack's future, and I'd like to see what we see on uh, Wednesday. I'm really excited for tomorrow, actually. Um, and I want to see, particularly with um, a couple players, Davion Bradford, a lot of hype, not a lot of hype coming out of. Well, uh, recently, the last know, three days, decent last three amount days, there of, has like, been some hype between Bruce. Bruce, is cl- Bruce clearly excited about Bradford. I'm excited about Bradford. He's lost like 40 pounds since he got there, maybe more, give or take. Um, but you know, a four-star seven-footer, we don't normally land guys like that. And I'll just be really interested to see how he fits into Bruce's system. And uh, I had question marks about him. I didn't know how well he would translate to our program. But I'm excited to see what he looks like. And I want to see if um, Dejuan Gordon can be more involved offensively. Um, 
we had so much hope for him last year and nothing worked out last year. So it's really not uh, his fault that he didn't really fulfill what we hoped he might because the entire team was dog shit. Everyone around him was terrible. So um, I'll be excited to see if he's taken any steps up in his, in his game offensively. He's a damn good defender. We already know that. So I don't know, really excited to watch basketball tomorrow. And um, it'll feel normal because no one's ever at the games anyways right now. So um, we'll be all right. It, it'll, it'll feel like a nice change of pace. And I'm excited. It's basketball season. Yeah, I don't know no. if we're going to watch any more games after this a couple of weeks from now, but maybe we'll go undefeated and that'll be that. Two and yeah. Out. Yeah. So it, it actually, it's, so it's today as folks are listening to it, 1 PM ESPNU. Um, so we, we might touch on the games, uh, you know, on Sunday, Monday. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm excited for the young guys. I want to see the jump that Dejuan's made. I think Monty, hopefully, uh, you know, I, I, I know rehab took a while, but I'm hoping he takes that next step forward. Um, I'm, I'm not going to put any hopes on uh, Tony, Antonio Gordon. Um, I, I don't think we'll see much of him, but I think I'm really going to be keying in on, you know, you said it, Nigel Pack. I think Selton Miguel has the potential to be the best scorer out of all the young guys. Um, that includes Dejuan. So uh, I think he's going to be the sixth man. So I'll be interested to see there. I was really looking forward to seeing Big Easy, Casey Eziagu, uh, you know, but it sounds like he might be a game time decision, uh, a little bit of injury, and they might as well be cautious because, you know what, I honestly will be surprised if basketball season, I mean, I, I, I don't know how many teams are going to play 20 games, let alone 10, let alone if they don't just cash this season out. Basketball is just going to be impossible to get in. And I think Baylor already, like, canceled, you know, half their non-con. And the fuck is going on at Baylor, man? Fuck that school. I mean, they're the – like, when it comes to COVID, like, they had to, like, reschedule half their volleyball, soccer games, half their football game. Like, man, if, if you needed any more evidence that Baylor is just a trash institution, 2020 just – keeps it going man fuck Baylor fuck them all so that's all I have I, I, I am looking forward to it. I I don't I don't think we're going to be an NCAA bubble team um, I don't know if the NIT is going to happen but I think NIT is probably the ceiling for this team but you know what I'm being a fan of sports is supposed to be fun and I think this team is going to give us moments and they really are going to show flashes as to why uh, you know, we're going to have a two, three-year stretch starting next year where this team can really make some noise on the national level. So I'm excited. Um, we'll see what sort of breakdown we do or what sort of, if any, reviews we do for that. So uh, before we go, um, you know, first shout-out to Manscaped, promo code armchair, 20 to 30% off during Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Head over to Bet Online, promo code armchair for welcome bonuses. Tell all the boneheads, like, what's going on? with your twitter are you dead forever listen i'd like to say goodbye <laughs> to all of my twitter children um it's been a good ride sorry i failed you um i knew i was on thin ice after attacking julian edelman got a one-week jail sentence um it's been coming is it unfair? I don't know. It certainly feels unjust um, from I my mean, perspective. With some this of this is the, what your fourth account that's been taken off Twitter forever. 
give or take, give or take. Um, it doesn't feel good uh, with some of the fuckers that are still, you know, on Twitter.com making a living spewing, you know, disinformation and, and racism. But hey, that's another conversation for another day. I'm a poster at heart. Um, I may be back. I may not. Um, Twitter is a jail. Truly, it's cancer for my brain. So, so much that I found myself scrolling on my phone aimlessly at like shit that it's like, what am I even looking? Like, I'm not even looking at anything. I'm just, I'm looking for something to, to, uh, to get that high, to get that drug going, and it's bad. So, the longer I'm away from it, the better it'll probably be for me. But um, let's, you know, let's, uh, let's not be sad because it's over. Let's smile because it happened, and uh, we've had some good times together. Uh, but it may be time to move on. You can always reach me. You can always hear my voice on the show. Um, you know, we have a show account that I can see. So if you need to, if you need to reach me for any reason, feel free to DM us anytime. But uh, I love you all, and um, meet me at the cabinet.
Social Podcast Network.